This podcast was recorded in the iHeartRadio Lima Podcasting Center. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Hello Lima. It's certainly always a pleasure being able to bring in you the iHeart, iHeart, I call it, podcast of the Hello Lima Community Perspective. We've been doing this a month, month and a half as the station has been able to so gratefully so, giving us the platform to take the television show and bring it to you live on your iHeartRadio. I like to say live, but anybody can find the iHeart app and find the Hello Lima Community Perspective. So, again, welcome to the show today for Hello Lima. The show is going to air later on this month. We hope you get a chance to watch it fourth Wednesday, fourth Sunday of every month. Then it comes to you at 11 a.m. on ABC, your hometown station. As we get into the topic, and that topic that we're going to um, talk about um, on Hello Lima is one that I know has been fairly common in the media over the last couple of weeks, even more so over the last couple of days as the COVID-19 continues to be a topic of interest to a lot of people. Today, we get to talk about not only the COVID-19 and the vaccine, but you can certainly see that the, particularly in the black African-American community, that vaccine is not progressing the way many people, including the health experts, would like it. So we have focused, again, a topic on the vaccine, particularly its impact in the black community, why the black community is so reluctant to take it. Those numbers are, and we're going to get into some of the numbers, show that in Allen County, it's almost half the populace that is in the African-American community compared to the majority community in terms of those that are taking the vaccine and continually to drop nationwide. So again, we're going to get in a little bit of that today, going to talk about it, going to ask some questions about it. And fortunately, we have a guest here who has been fairly, and I use that word tongue in cheek, knowledgeable on the subject, both in terms of what impacts health, law, civic, you name it, in the African-American community, has been around Lima for many, many years. Most of you are aware of him. You've seen him on TV. You've seen him in the community. You've seen him in the courtrooms. And he's been so much of a, uh, a figure in our community in terms of the impact of certain things, in particular as they impact the black community. So, again, I'd like to welcome to the audience, welcome to, as they say, the podcast, Mr. Jerry Pitts. Welcome, Jerry. Yeah, thank you. Jerry, as you guys know, is one of our legal scholars in the community. And again, he's been consulted on and been appearing on um, shows um, as long as many of us can remember. Welcome to have, again, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here, Jerry. And we're going to get right into the topic. But first, Jerry, can you give those of us in the iHeart world a little bit on your background, what you've been doing over the last couple of years, if I can say so? <laughs> I know they see you on TV quite often. Yeah, oh, the last couple of years. Uh, I, primarily, I've been in the, the legal world, uh, yeah. primarily criminal defense world. Um, uh, I have worked uh, recently in the uh, uh, public defender's office um, for, uh, up in, from uh, September up until January, um, pr- primarily in the uh, municipal court area. Mm-hmm. I also do uh, court appointments in the felony area, mm-hmm. and um, I, often people ask me, well, do you do anything other than criminal? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when you go to law school, you get a taste of everything. Mm-hmm. I probably concentrate in criminal, but I can do all 
kinds of civil things as well. As well. And most of those criminal cases, Jerry, and you certainly have been in, um, one who's gone across the board in terms of who you help and who you represent, but you certainly have seen and had your pulse in the black community in terms of um, how the African-American community is both impacted by the legal system slash the criminal justice system and how that impact has been dramatic in the households of blacks, particularly in Lima, Allen County, as well as throughout the country. So, again, as we as we segment this conversation and talk about African-Americans and, and how, how our folks are kind of getting the short end of, of the stick when it comes down to um, COVID-19 and its impact in the community, and some of that we're going to touch on both the Tuskegee study and how its impact has been on the legal world, but some of that, Jerry, is just the fact that Blacks have been reluctant with this COVID vaccine, and, and, and we're going to talk about how that has impacted um, people's lives going forward. And and want to hear your perspective on that. You've been on the show. You're a guest on the show that just will be airing shortly, and we've talked about how Mercy Hospital, St. Rita's Hospital, affiliated with the Mercy Health System, has trying to change those numbers. They're the ones who have kind of pushed this topics to the forefront by saying hey knock knock guys allen county is really falling behind lima allen county is falling behind we need to do something to get these numbers up in the black population i'd like to start out with something maybe controversial jerry can mm-hmm. you talk about the um, tuskegee um, study because i think it is when you hear the blacks and you read the research some of it is coming from the fact that you just don't trust the government um and and maybe people aren't f- um, familiar with the tuskegee study well, certainly, I, I'd be glad to do that. But it's, it's one point I'd like to bring out yep. before we even get there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is that if they, I have been asked, like, Jerry, uh, since Martin Luther King, have we improved? Yep. Actually, we have not. And I'm saying what is going on. You're today. talking about the black community, The Jerry. black community. Mm-hmm. Um, and the majority community can't prosper because we are part of the community. So without us, yep. where yep. are they going? Yep, yep. So a lot of these old situations are still lingering around. Right, right. Now, if we get to the Tuskegee Project, Mm -hmm. for the Tuskegee Project, now this thing started in 1932. Mm -hmm. And what the whole idea was, where we used to use um, now uh, other kinds of monkeys and et cetera for research, they actually used people. Black people, black men. And felt very comfortable doing it without even discussing with these people what the whole project was about. Mm -hmm. They simply told them that this was a study and that there would be actually no legal or physical consequences from it. And when you talk about they, and I want you to continue, Jerry, you're not talking about they as in some mythical they. You're talking about what's uh, we're, the we're CD, talk- it's, it's the CDC today. It was called we're, the Health, yeah, right. Health Society. I we're believe. talking about our American government and our physicians who was involved in this study. The federal government did this. It's the one who instituted this to see what's the consequences of syphilis would have on a person. They had so many people mm-hmm. that they gave the syphilis to. And the another mm-hmm. half, they, they did not. Mm-hmm. This thing really never came out in the serious opening until 20 years ago. Right. When President Clinton came out and apologized. Let that sink in, Jerry. 20 years ago. This study was still going on. 
up until that point. Still going on. A lot of people think this is a study. So when you talk about this, Jerry, and keep your train of thought, when you talk about the fact that blacks don't feel comfortable taking a vaccine, it's not like they got to go back a long time, Jerry. <laughs> you go back to 1960s, 1970s. I was in grade school when the study was still going on. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, and, and it began in 1932. Okay. And, and in 1973, that's when we find out. 73. That's when Clinton do the apology. Yep. We find out that a lot of the persons that were a part of this project, and we talk about minorities, right. were still having symptoms, Up died the, from them, mm -hmm. and their family members are still, it's kept passing it along. The syphilis one, itself, right? From one, from the parents to the children, to right. the grandchildren, to the great-grandchildren. And as of today, as of today, we're still battling that same lawsuit in Tuskegee, Alabama. Descendants are still living and suffering because of the lawsuit that happened back when the syphilis study started in 32, right, Jerry? Exactly. And uh, what is what is also what is taking place on the monetary level, they're still fighting over how to handle the final $100,000. It's still in the courts today? It's still in the courts today. The court refuses to release it to have some further... Uh, studies as to the consequences it had on these family members uh, from 1932. Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. court is still holding on to this $100,000. Mm -hmm. And get this part, yep. that the family members who actually got the syphilis, mm -hmm. they got $37,500. That, Jerry, that doesn't even seem like a lot of money in 19... Go ahead. I'm For you. your I, life. I ain't seem like a lot of money, Jerry. That, yeah, that's be, not a lot no. of money back then. Somebody got off Scott. And, and it's not a lot... Now, mm -hmm. now, they said that the heirs who have gone to court for that relative, right. they got $5,000. Yep, yep. And, and they said that as far as the women and children and who are suffering today, today right, from from this, from, the only thing the government is giving them is a lifetime medical and health benefit package. And so as people are out there, Jerry, that's good information. As people, and, and that's why we brought our scholar on. But as, as you talk about it, Jerry, we're not talking about trying to divide people. We're trying to educate people. And when you talk about the fact that people just sometimes don't know what they don't know, and then they start pointing fingers and then they start looking for what you call reasons why. It's this is the process of, of, of saying, hey, do you not know what people went through, going through not that long ago? Exactly. And that is the catalyst as to what's occurring yes. now. Yes. Mis yes. So mis misinformation. Thank you. Thank you. Keep going, Jerry. Misinformation yep. is almost as and, bad and as no information. Thank you. Misinformation is, yes. So, Jerry, when we say, well, why does it, what does the Tuskegee study have to do with the COVID vaccination rate being vaccination rate, excuse me, being so low, I get excited about this in the black community? This Tuskegee and this, what you call um, 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 mistrust with the government. Jerry, that was when we were in school. Follow me. This is not like you have to look long and and and, and study your history books. This happened. A couple of couple of President Clinton is the one that came along and they did the um the the, the apology. So I want right. the apology. I want I want our viewers to know what Jerry is talking about, Mr. Pitts, in, in terms of the legal scholar and the fact that a this happened by our government. We're not out throwing stones. We're just trying to, as Jerry said, misinformation sometimes as bad as no information. The government is the one that started this study, and the government is the one who underpaid those who were affected by this study. And I can promise you, ten million dollars. For 390 some folks that were affected, there were 600. 
four tour. Uh, it was split among those who had syphilis and those who did not have it. It is, and if, and for those of you guys who are out here, there was a there's a movie on it. There's a lot of historical data on it. You can call up and talk to Mr. Pitts on it. The story will either make you cry, make you question the, the government, but at the end of the day, it will ponder the way you live every day when you see what the government was able to do. So, Jerry, when you talk about that, go back into something that you said, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this full forward as to why Mercy is is pushing the COVID vaccine in the black community to get a more educated, more information. You said that. And I think this is important. If 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 the majority community doesn't understand that their their prosperity, their economic dot 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 rest with the minority community, then it's hard for them to even get to the point of saying, um, "Why don't we get more uh, more blacks vaccinated?" In other words, I'm kind of mishandling this communication by saying their benefits rest with our benefits, whether it's economically, whether it's good school system, whether it's good education system, whether it's good so. It doesn't help the majority of the community to have a sector of the community suffering. And I think that's what you alluded to, like, hey, guys, wake up. Having this majority of blacks represented right now when the census comes out, about 27% of the population in Lima, Allen County, well, in Lima. So if you don't take the COVID vaccine and the black population isn't taken, it's going to come home. It's going to come home to the majority and- community. So that's just one indication of what you're saying, Jerry. Not having equality affects everybody. That's right. Um, what you need is uh, w- what they call the opportunity to, to, to have the same benefits and rights as others. Mm-hmm. What people have not begun to realize when, when um, we're talking about education, mm-hmm. separate but equal, which happened way back there in, in courts in 1965 or mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. what people have not realized we got more schools now that are minority Se- seg- mm-hmm. segregated mm-hmm. by minority and and separate from majority mm-hmm. than ever before. Now, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. That came from what we call uh, redlining, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and uh, where uh, redlining as to uh, pl- places to stay and all that. So, and then if your education is cornered in that area. Then here yep. we come again. Yep, they they say that your success is more predicated on your zip code than it is to which college you lived in. And I want everybody to know as we bring this back full circle, what what, what Jerry Pitts is talking about is that this equality affects us all, the lack thereof. And the vaccine, COVID-19, the pandemic that has hit the community over the last, what is it, Jerry, maybe a year ago, yesterday, you know, it's the anniversary day, it has impacted the black community at at, num- at staggering numbers. Greater numbers than... Yes. Than, than anywhere Both else. Both in terms of those who have died by it, Jerry, as well as those who are not taking the vaccine, those who don't have access to the vaccine, those those who don't have access to the channel. And I and I, I want the I want the audience to know what Jerry is talking about is the impact not only the pandemic has had in the black community, but this has been festering for some time. This separate but equal, the lack of equality. Uh, what we what we have not really understood. Okay, is, Jerry. Uh, is that did you not know that in the last year mm-hmm. we've had more marches and race riots than we ever had in the 60s? In no. 1965. Yes, I'm listening, Jerry. In so, the, so yeah. what are we doing? Are we talking about the same thing? Yep. Separate and unequal treatment remains. Did we? Do we know that almost 40 percent of Black Americans still 
live below the poverty level. To this day. To this day. Now, yeah. we have certain examples. We can yeah. see yep. Michael yep. Jordan. Yep. We can see. The outliers. We can see LeBron James. Yep, the outliers. Those are the exception to the rule. And what we got to do is get the message, community outreach, to those persons who are less informed, mm-hmm. to inform them that your health under these circumstances mm-hmm. going to mean a lot to you and to your children. Your health. Your health. I'm listening, Jerry. And what they need to all further understand is those people who probably have not or refused to take this shot. Right. At some time, some place, there's going to be a consequence of some kind. I'm listening. They're going to probably start talking about it. Listen you, to what he's saying, everybody. If, if you have not gotten your proper documentation as to you having your Take shots, it. it's almost like when you was in kindergarten, you right. had to get that vaccination. To go to class. To, to, to go, go to, to class. start school. So they can start saying for health and safety reasons. I, I follow you. <laughs> persons yeah. who have Keep not. Keep talking, Jerry. Who, yep. have, who have not taken care of themselves physically. Mm-hmm. We cannot take a chance on mm-hmm. you now. Which is going to further. To yep. further affect someone else. Yes, yes, which is going to impact the community. It's going to it's going to expedite that, that, that backward slide that the black community is going through. Yes, and, and I, I understand minorities. Distrust. Distrust and concern. <laughs> it's written in the natural, history book. It, it should be a natural reaction. Uh for 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 all of us, and isn't that that, that you you're talking some good stuff, though? Isn't that why the community, majority community, as well as the minority community, needs to do more information like these to say, hey, we understood what you went through, and I mean you, I understood what we went through. We understood how the Tuskegee study done by a government has impacted the reason you may or may have some mistrust for the government. Here's what we did. Let's acknowledge the fact that it happened, and let's see how we can progress. Yes, yes. Because we, what you're saying, Jerry, gonna it's, go, it's going to have some long-term consequences for those who don't take the vaccine. Right, and certainly uh, even for some who have, but this is what the remedy is now. Now, just, think, of, just think about it. What if they say we got this vaccine, but we're not going to issue it out in the minority community? Hmm, hmm. We Interesting. Gonna, people are going to be lining up saying, well, why can't I get the vaccine? Interesting. Now, here I, I know another fear. And that's what they did in the Tuskegee study. They had exactly. penicillin came out in, in 47, somewhere about then, but they didn't give it to him then. That, and they, exactly. Go ahead, Jerry. And then they're going to talk about, well, uh, it's free. Sometimes people have a fear of something that they don't pay for. Mm, mm. But it actually is not free. Mm-hmm. You've already paid for this vaccine. I got you, Jerry. By your due diligence in life. I got you. Yep, yep. The problem yep. is you should not be denied the opportunity. And furthermore, why are minorities receiving less if 10% of the majority population has gotten their shots. Why is the why is, why why is have, black community and, and brown community only at 4%? I know. That is part of the, that's what we're trying to do, Jerry, is educate, find out what the reasons were, and kind of, you know, put some steps in place. And I know Mercy is one of those who's put in a navigator, vaccine navigator in place to help, what you say, Jerry, um, handle some of those disconnects that people are having, getting signed up, going through with the, the process of, of getting the vaccine. Well, you got to understand a half a million people have already died from this situation. Yes, yes. So, therefore, 
Good numbers, There Jerry. is no reasonable excuse for not for the minority community to not be participating in this situation. That, that's a good point, Jerry. But it, 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 when you talk about it, and I'm sitting here thinking about those numbers, more people have died of the pandemic, COVID-19, Jerry, than died in World War One, two, as well as 9-11 put together. So when you look at those numbers, and that's what Jerry just threw out there, audience, that this is killing people at an alarming rate. And the black community, as Jerry pointed out, needs to understand it is important to get the vaccine. Not only the fact that they're going to have some separate but equal facilities for those who don't take the vaccine, I think is what Jerry was alluding for, like back in the days where you couldn't go to kindergarten until you got show proof of your vaccination. That may happen, right, Jerry? That may come to fruition. And he's stressing, as Jerry's one who's taken the vaccine, and I have been one who's taken the vaccine, he is stressing, take the vaccine, minority community, take the vaccine, black community. The black and brown community have got to be on the forefront of this because we are impacted already at an alarming rate by the pandemic itself. Follow me, Jerry. We were the first to lose the jobs. Right. We have a higher death. We're the... That, it says since the virus, more minorities are laid off. Laid off. Than twice the majority person. Yes. Yes. Because we was the last hire. Yes. So yes. therefore, we got to be the first to hit the door. To hit the door, and it's and we, and yep. what happens is you lose your medical benefits. Yeah, that's a good and point. Yep. You're yep. losing all your medical so the, benefits. Um, so the cycle continues, Jerry. Yeah, and now your question is, eat and. Jerry, shut up. Jerry, he's right, guys. Sometimes it takes somebody like Jerry to come in and, and, and tell us what what how, the real world, which means, and, and sometimes that perspective, Jerry, and you're the first one that I've had, and I've had this before, first in, last in, first out. I think they're called a LIFO in the inventory world, which means you're the last one hired and the first one laid off. And from that layoff comes a loss of benefits, which is the medical benefits, and that will, that's good Go ahead, and then you're talking about you got to feed your family, and and that then they're talking about well here we're gonna have these lines of to give you all free uh, free, uh, yeah. free uh, yeah, hands free, up, yeah. but not necessarily. What we need to do is we have to make sure that from the start we got to get equal opportunity. Equal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what is happening is that is not occurring which also creates all these Other, subsequent problems I follow you, Jerry. that could be easily alleviated. I got you. I got you. Yep, yep. It's, it, it's one picture that always stuck in my mind. What is that, Jerry? I saw you will see a one-year-old majority, uh, majority child, mm-hmm. a one-year-old minority child, mm-hmm. and they play excellent together. What happens or where does it happen that these different thoughts occur mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where does that training come in because that is not a natural instinct to have hate to have hate racism you're not born a racist person is what you're saying jerry it's not a natural and, instinct. and when jerry's talking about this guys and we talk about why COVID 19 and why we're on the subject of racism and why we're on the subject of what the difference is between black and white you have to understand what jerry and i'm kind of keeping everything in this sort of box here is that the pandemic has has decimated the black community and if the majority community thinks that they can sit back and i'm using this in a, in a nice way and just say oh look at them follow me jerry oh look what those guys are doing or oh, they're not taking the vaccine or oh, look at them if the economic impact is going to um um 
um, from this pandemic is going to continue to roll downhill. It is going to get really ugly, really quick if the black community continues to suffer at this, this proportional, disproportional rate that it is suffering at this point. And that's why Jerry is talking about, hey, guys. Stop hating. Stop worrying about this. Go, go ahead, Jerry. I don't want to put words, but you're well, spot on. I mean, what what that whole idea is time to get with it. Get the vaccine. Get, get the vaccine. You're, and what's so strange about it, in Allen County alone, now we're just talking to Allen County, mm-hmm. minorities only receive 4% of yes, this vaccine. Yes, I'm looking at the stat. Yep. Uh, whereas the majority of persons, as I said before, is over 10 and Hispanics. They only got 2%. So what should we do, Jerry? Are we not? I mean, I understand the reservations. I understand the government. We got to get busy. And more people have got to talk about it. We got to get busy like this show here. Hit it straight on. We got to get busy. We can't be afraid to talk about it. We got to tell folks straight on. Mm -hmm. Now, I know what they like to do is get persons who supposedly of this education background. Yep, yep, yep. and let them talk political. But we we got to get the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. We got to get the Into everyday. The we got to get the community. everyday person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the block and have them out there on on the forefront. And I think that's where they got Maxine Dillard is out there yep. doing yep. some work yep. in this area. Yep. We got to get the we got to get every walking living For soul. Those- aware of this yep. so that we can keep living. And when and Jerry talks about this, he's bringing up some old school stuff because as, as, as a legal scholar, which Mr. Pitts is, he understands inequity. He understands what happens once you get on that bad treadmill. Follow me, Jerry, that yes. wheel that just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning. So I'm hoping the audience um, takes heed to what he's saying in terms of, hey, this thing can get bad. You think it's bad now. But Mr. Pitts is saying this can get bad really quickly, really fast. If we don't get more words on the street, we don't get more people who look like us, talk like us, act like us, educating the public, right, Jerry? Right. Both, both black and white. Black and white. And what we need to do, we need to do this outreach and get the word out. And we we, we need we need the the. The bar owners, we need the mm-hmm. barber shop. No people. matter what your color but is, right, Jerry? Regardless, we need everybody to be spreading this word just as if it was a uh, Michael Jackson's record uh, off the wall. I follow you, Jerry. I follow you. Treat it, like, treat it for what it is. Treat it, it for what it a is. A pandemic that's out of control. And, and, and it, if we don't get rid of it, our children, yep. our grandchildren, health-wise, yep. it will have consequences. Man, that's good stuff. Similar yep. to Tuskegee. Yep. And just think about those half of them, uh, those 500,000 people who are 500,000 that has died. Right, Jerry. Look at opportunities that they have been denied or will deny. Mm-hmm. And um, they weren't all older people. No, There's no. some younger people that have, that who, have died. Could, yes. who could yeah. have been more instrumental in the system of reproduction, reproducing yes. for the future. Yes. And what we're doing is we're going to be losing population, yes. not gaining. Yes, uh, yep, yep. And I think Jerry is, is, is pointing on when those census numbers come down in a few years and they see the life expectancy in the black community dropping by three or four months, six months, follow me, Jerry, they may not act like that's a big deal, but when it comes down to economic opportunities from generation to generation, this pandemic is... Serious. Yes, it is. And, and go ahead, what, Jerry. We, what we need to also understand, yep. our life expectancy yep. is far less than the majority yep. community 
anyway. Yep. And particularly men. Yep. Which is impacting economic opportunities from generation for the next generation. Yes. Listen to him, guys. Men alone yep. of the minority community often leave earlier from yep. this world because of simple and stress. It's only, yes, you're right. And it's only going to get worse if they don't take the vaccine, Jerry, is what you're saying. And, it, and what is going to get worse I'm listening. is without this vaccine, Let, our life expectancy may be shaved off even greater. Yep. And those are having impact. And Jerry said it, the subset of an impact of a pandemic, which is lack of education opportunity. Lacks of generational wealth, lack of home ownership. In other words, this pandemic and not taking the vaccine, as Mr. Pitt said, has consequences well beyond health. I want people to hear that he said that Mercy has what they call a vaccine navigator. Jerry, what was her name? Maxine Dillard. Maxine Dillard. And you can contact Mercy at 419-996-5000. And find out how to get a hold of Maxine Dillard. She can walk you through the process. She can communicate. Make sure that you get to where you need to get. Provide transportation. You need transportation. And make sure that, as as Mr. Pitts, Mr. Pitts pointed out, the black community becomes more vigilant in what could get real ugly real quick. Final words, Jerry? Uh, only thing I like to say is good for programs such as this, trying to get out the word. And let's continue to do so. Because the best thing to do is you can't improve the world if you're not here. If you're not here. I like that. And, and it sounds so, so, um, um, so elementary, but Mr. Pitts has been, been, as I say, been through this process. Guys, can't help anybody if you're not actively here. And as he said, the black community as well as the majority community, we all need to be here helping each other, being pathways for better opportunities. Join Hello Lima. It's going to be on Airways coming up in the next couple of weeks as we talk about this subject further. Mr. Pitts is a guest on that show, too, live on Hometown Station ABC, your hometown station. At 11 o'clock, you'll hear from Dr. Singh also with uh, Family Medicine with Mercy Health. And we're doing a lot of things, both actively talking about this lack of taking the vaccine, but also at the same time making sure people have a process of getting to um, the right um, venue to get their vaccine vaccine taken again again i want to repeat that number maxine dillard is that the name jerry yes it is. is the vaccine navigator mr pitts has educated us quite fondly here today very good topic here very good education 419-996-5000 hello lima thank you this podcast was recorded in the iHeartRadio radio podcasting center thanks for listening 